Hello, this is Ruin Willow, and you are listening to the Oh, Fuck Yeah with Ruin Willow podcast. I'm excited you're here. I'm saying that again. It's so true. I have something really cool to share with you guys today. This is just, it's really kind of mind-blowing. On my podcast, I talk about all things related to sex, sexuality, erotica, sexual health, with yourself, for yourself, and with others, with a partner. So anything and everything to do with sex. So if you are under 18, it is time for you to leave the podcast now. Everyone, you are going to love this. This is going to be sexy. This is fun. This guest is amazing. And what she does is really very yummy and intriguing. And I cannot wait to share her with you. Welcome, dear Nikki. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for asking. I'm so excited to talk with you. I <laughs> I found you on Instagram. I don't know if you're anywhere else, but that's where I found you. Yeah, I'm on a, a Twitter, Instagram, a Facebook. Those are really, when I first started, all it was only on Twitter and Instagram though. But realistically, I'm not really anywhere else. Sure. What are you on Twitter so I can take you? when? Same thing. Yeah, D, yeah, no, no, yeah, D, Nikki, N-I-K-K-Y-162 with a okay, D perfect. in front of it. Yeah. Perfect. And then that's what you are on Instagram too. So if you yeah. want to find you, D, D Nikki 162 and I'll put the link down in the podcast notes for people. So you are a podcaster like me. It's, I love talking to other podcasters. It's so fun. You do differently than I do. I don't talk to other podcasters unless I'm oh. on the show. So yeah. <laughs> well, I talk to all kinds of people. I, I interview like a wide range of people, but it's so fun to talk to someone else who does a podcast. So tell me about your podcast. My podcast, I actually read sexual confessions from that are sent to me from all over the world. And I actually talk about them. So to to put it in layman's terms, they're very simple. Basically, I took the concept of penthouse letters mm. and combined it with Dear, uh, with Dear Abby. Sure. Perfect. Yeah. That's awesome. And so people can send you letters through your website at www.dearnikki.com or they can email you at nikki at dearnikki.com. That's right. And then, so then do you, do you end up using them all or do you kind of pick and choose? I have an editor. I don't, I forward everything to my editor. So as you listen to the show, it's a cold read. So Mm, yeah, I have never, yeah, he puts the whole show together for me. So I don't know about how you do your show. I don't have anything written except for the, like, if I have an ad to read, then that's, that's usually written sometimes, sometimes not. Sometimes I just kind of wing it together. Maybe I shouldn't say that, but I do. (laughs) That (laughs) No, my afterthoughts are very much as they're coming as I read the story. So I don't, I'm as blind as you are walking into the show. I do not know what the stories are about. I don't know how or how he decides to put the show together, but he Mm. does a good job of it. That's nice. So that's really great because then you're getting your raw reaction, reactions to the actual story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, very nice. So then does a the person who sent that in get to know when theirs is going to air? Yes. He sends them to me every Sunday night and every Wednesday. So I have a patron account also. It's Dear Nikki. You'll actually have to do the patron.com forward slash Dear Nikki because Patron hates me. You can't find me in the search. Oh, they hate so, me too. Yeah. Yeah. It's awful. But you can, yeah. it's also a tab on my website too. It takes you directly to it. Okay. Now, 
But yeah, he sends me those. So again, on same format, except it's more relaxed and more, I'm not as informal, which is hard to believe. I, you know, it's more one-on-one, but I don't interview anybody and it's not an interview show. It's more sure. of a, after, I would say at the end of the day, if you're looking for that good cocktail, a glass of wine or whatever you do to relax and it's stories. So it's mm-hmm. stories from people just like you and I, and people we see at the grocery store or, it's not famous people, or if they are, I have no idea. I change. <laughs> I do make sure that's one thing we do is change name and places to, especially if it's somebody writing in, they don't have consent to expose that person's name. And there's yeah. billions of people in the whole world, but I have had where one woman, we, we actually changed. I don't know how we did this. We, he changed it, but it was, she had already changed it, but we always change anyway. Mm-hmm. And he actually picked out a name that was her name. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that's she, crazy. It's crazy. One in a million, right? And yes. she emailed me that morning just panicked. <laughs> and and it's and I could I can understand that if someone's yeah. reading my confession back and, mm-hmm. and then you have to remember that no one knows. Even there's so many Claire's in the whole world. That, right. But yeah. what if that person who was in that story or knew her and knew of the story, then they could put two and two together. Yeah. I think the story was she actually, she was at a party and she met a guy and they ended up, there was no place to have sex. So they ended up going underneath the, the porch of this house. <laughs> and so apparently that she didn't realize there was a window to the basement Oh, and, and then there were slats. So everybody, and then she finally came back and she said, you know, Everybody that was there, the new, they saw. So, <laughs> she was, so the people that would have known who I was would know this anyway. And so yes. she ended up, because I, I told her, I said, I will re-record. I mean, it's still yeah. really early. I will re-record for you. And she went, and she goes, no, I thought about it. And she goes, you're right. There's a billion Claire's out there. Yeah. Just leave it. But no, I was will- willing to go back and because one in a million shot, because she didn't even put Claire so, right. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's crazy. <laughs> That's so it's, it's a really delicious idea for a, a podcast. So, I mean, you know, it's just, it's just kind of more yummy knowing that they're real stories and they're secrets. And so it's kind of like, it's erotica, but it's like real and it's secrets. So that's, that's, that's a, what a great idea. <laughs> well, I, I worked and I still do it from time to time as a phone sex operator for almost 18, 19 years now. Okay. Uh, and having all these men call, you start to get to know, you build regulars and you start to realize that they can't, sometimes some of them, most of them can't tell their spouse or girlfriend or whatever. Mm -hmm. And there are women, there are very few of them that call the lines, but they do. And they feel the same way. And you start realizing that it's this funny thing. The most common thing that was always said to me is you've probably never heard this. And when they say (laughs) that always in my head go, I probably just heard it or mm, heard it right. yesterday. And it's very uh-huh. true, yeah. but I wanted to give a safe bubble for all of us to see yes. that even if we're not into that, we're all having sex. I mean, most, right. some of us have littles to prove it. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so why not? And there's things that, that get shared with me on the show that I'm not into, but I want to provide everybody. I do yes. believe we can learn Unless there's a lesson to be learned in any story, good or bad. Absolutely. If I can provide somebody, you know, anybody a lesson to see, or they can take something from that fantasy and then it sparks an idea to spark theirs. Yes. Why not? Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. 
We'll be back after a quick break. This episode is brought to you by the Spring Cleaning Champions, Manscaped. This season, make sure the man in your life grooms his carpets and his drapes with the leaders in below-the-waist grooming. Have him clear out that winter bush with Manscaped's Lawnmower 5.0 and watch his confidence bloom like the springtime flowers. Embrace the season and have him join the 10 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with our special offer. Go to manscaped.com and use code RUIN. You have to use my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, for the 20% off and free shipping. Have you ever been doing some oral pleasure and got some hairs in your mouth or your teeth? Well, <laughs> Manscaped can help with that. Try being clean shaven for spring cleaning. After he uses Manscaped, you can say, hmm, let's get some busy with some spring fever in the bedroom. Try out Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. It is an amazing trimmer that features two interchangeable heads, one for taking a little off the top and the new foil blade to go smooth. If you want to go smooth for spring cleaning, make sure you try out Manscaped products. Bring on those smooth skin sexy slaps in the bedroom. And how do you do that? Use Manscaped products to shave clean down in your pubic area. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code RUIN. You have to use my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, all caps at manscaped.com. That's 20% off and free shipping with code RUIN at manscaped.com. Nothing like a little spring cleaning in his pants, right? In your pants if you're a man. <laughs> spring clean your groin area. Try smooth. Try it with Manscaped. It's a fantastic thing you're doing. I think it's just fabulous. Not only does it give someone an outlet and, you know, just because it's fun and it's sexy, it gives people potential for fantasy life or just their brain go somewhere or just, just even sit back and listen and mm -hmm. enjoy. I'll never forget my first thank you letter. And mm -hmm. it was only like two months after I started. And I thought, you know, if it crashes and burns tomorrow, mm -hmm. I I'm a success. And yeah, they come yeah. in, I get so many every week thanking me for it. making them feel normal. And that's, yes. I try to always tell somebody, because that's one thing I always get in like text messages or emails. They'll say, you know, but I don't have a story to tell. Thank you for being, doing this. It makes me feel normal, but I don't have a story. And I said, you know, you never know who you're going to speak to. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't matter if, you know, you're a whitey tidy person. And then on Wednesdays, you wear the blue boxers and have sex doggy style with the lights on. And that's your right. Thing. <laughs> you know, someone may think you're weird or someone may think, oh my gosh, that's extreme. And right. you might give them the courage to do just to step out of that comfort zone. And, yes. and I've had a few people say, well, do you believe any of these? I said, it doesn't matter what I believe. Doesn't matter. No. Even if the story isn't true, it is true in their head. And this is their yes. fantasy, how they want to reach out. And if this is the closest they ever get that's amazing. That's them yes. stepping out of their box and reaching for what they need, what they want and desire. And that's maybe as close as they ever get. But if they give somebody the courage to take that leap, that's even better. Absolutely. I mean, a million percent. It doesn't even matter if it's true or not. It doesn't matter. No. It's real in their head. They dreamt it up. You know, they either did it or they dreamt it up. So yeah, it literally doesn't matter. 
I love it. I love this idea. This is <laughs> fucking fantastic. <laughs> oh, wow. What a great outlet you have for people. So I have to ask, do you have any favorite ones you want to share? Oh, there are several, actually. There's there's one I like. He writes in it occasionally. His name is Yuris. And he is actually a cross-dresser. And mm. I remember his first one. He He was telling us how he walked into a department store and he had the women's clothes and he was a little nervous and, mm-hmm. you know, he still had to go dress in the men's you know dressing room and he mm-hmm. dressed and he felt, you know, sexy and, and everything else. And I thought, God, how brave, how brave is that? I don't yes. think I could have done that. Oh, exactly. That's and, very brave. And I remember he was saying that when he left the, the checkout girl gave him that look and I, and I was so proud of him for doing the shoulders back. Tit- That's why I always tell everybody shoulders back, tits forward and shake yes. that sexy ass as you walk away if they don't like it. I you know? love it. <laughs> and so he wrote again, he's wrote several times. The one that stands out the most is he actually, he says, I gave him courage to do this. He's a businessman in travels. Okay. And he stayed in this hotel where it was still pretty much on lockdown where they had to wear masks and stuff. And only so many mm-hmm. people could use the gym. Mm-hmm. And he dressed in, you know, he wore sexy workout clothes and a thong underneath and apparently ended up having or very, very sexy sex with another man in oh. hotel gym. And I was like, oh my gosh. Wow. I know it's, it's amazing. And then there's, there's a couple that I remember it shocked me and I didn't even know it was from them. And of course, cause you know, all the names are changed and things. So I was yeah. reading this story and this woman said, I wanted to, you know, go to the next town over and be kind of naughty. And she was telling us how she picked out this cabbie and she was telling him all about it. And she got changed in the back of his cab and she ended up masturbating in front of this bar, you know, nice. she, and all this, and it goes through all this adventure and you find out the end. She, she invites the cabbie into the house and they have very rough sex, very, you know, good sex. And he, she rolls over and she says, I need to pay the cabbie. And he said, that's okay. It's already on his tab. And you find out it's her husband. So oh, this whole story was about that wow. and it really did happen. And I know the couple wrote my forward. That's the couple that wrote the forward for my book. And okay. I was like, amazing. And it's just, I'm really enjoying how these people are writing in and saying, this is what I've done. And this is who I am. And, you know, and uh-huh. I've always looked at people when I go out anywhere. And I think all of us do go, what's their story? Yes. And, and you may never guess what it is. No. And it's, these are people that <laughs> we are working with and walking by. And I think it's absolutely amazing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. A million percent. That is just that's fucking fantastic. And what a great story that is. They should write that as an erotica and, and market it. <laughs> That's a great story. Wow. Oh, delicious. So you mentioned a book. Tell me about your book. I don't know about your book. It was, well, it's not that old. It's only less than a month old. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. It's, it's called Dear Nikki, Confession, Sex Confessions from People Just Like You. What, what I did is I took some of, not all, because I could go on for hours on this one, that one and whatever, but ones that really stood out between my editor and I. And so I can't really say they're my favorites. They're just ones that are really, really, really good. And we, we put them in a book because, you know, I'm reaching lots of people audio wise, but I know some people like to read too. So I thought, you know, let's, I mean, there are fantastic writers out there. I am not one of them. I am just not, I can picture it in my head and I can put it verbally, but are, you know, being that creative, but 
putting it down on words. It's just the blink, you know, the cursor. I'm I'm just one of those people, but I thought, you know, why not? I know this isn't going to be a, you know, it's not going to be a Hemingway or anything else that's on somebody's table for or shelf for years. It is a sort table read, but again, let's let's reach more people and show these things are actually happening with yes. other people that we work with, live with, and who knows what else, you know. And so it was just that's 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 the way I approached it. Let's let's keep pushing this positive message out there that you know, people are exploring as I call it. And yes, absolutely. Yeah. So that's, that's what it is. It's, it's short. It's about a hundred pages, but it's stories that really has my, I wouldn't say my ultimate favorite, but I always do think of it. There's two that I always think of one, he, a gentleman wrote, you know, I'd say my first season and he talked about a glory hill and we've all seen the porns mm. of glory hills. They're sure. not pretty. This right. guy made it sound like, Disney fantasy. And <laughs> I love it. The way he pointed it out is you don't know what mouse on that side. Yes. And he made it sound like in a very, and I like the way he approached it because he approached it in a very outside of the box. And as I, as I like to say, he stepped away from the fire and looked at the broad picture of it. Yep. And I thought, oh my God, that is, I just love the way he approached it. And I wish I had it in front of me and I don't. Right. And the other one was, a couple and they actually blogged about this, but they wrote to me to use, they wanted me to use it. And he, he set up his wife or his girlfriend or lover. Her fantasy was to be, have sex with several different men blindfolded. Okay. So he, he set up like this uh, high scale hotel and presidential suite nice. and had six different men come in, you know, kind of like you and I use pseudo names. They uh-huh. use pseudo names and it was done. It was the story was better than Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, nice. what isn't? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but you know, as much as I down that book, and a lot of us do, mm-hmm. I do give kudos to her because we, yeah. you and I, wouldn't be able to do what we're doing exactly. You know, I do think we, as much as everybody throws shade at it, I guess the saying is, we also got to, on the other hand, know that the popularity of what we do is because of things like that. Yeah, she cracked and it open. She did yep. crack it open. And she showed that there are 40 million plus women and men. Um, yeah. Yeah. Let's <laughs> look at it logically here, people. We all uh-huh. are hungry for something. It may not be that, but we're hungry for something. Yes. And and that's what this did. He And what I loved about that one is it may not have been his cup of tea, but he embraced his lover's exploration. He got nice. behind her and he gave her what she wanted with no judgment. And no jealousy, apparently. And no jealousy. I mean, yes. Good for him. What a man. Wow. And another one was just written like recently, like within a few weeks ago. And I, women catch, we, it, you know, when we hear of marriage and sex problems, it's usually falling on us. And do I think that? Absolutely. But I think we, as women, we sometimes juggle a bunch of kids and other things more than mm-hmm. men do, but men sure. juggle other things too, that we don't mm-hmm. see. Sure. She actually, she lost the cable to her laptop. So she had to borrow her husband's and you know where this is going. She found porn on his, his uh, laptop. Okay. And instead of doing the, you know, typical, what we would women blow up, Right. It was she, he was watching female led relationship, female domination, basically, or female led relationships. And she stepped back. She paused for a second and she really started watching more of it. 
And she thought, you know, and she actually did the investigation and research and she reached out to a dom to teach her. And she said, you know, I learned more about myself than I did. She goes, I learned a lot about what his needs were and his wants were and desires, but I learned tons about myself. Wow. That's fantastic. I was was like, you deserve sainthood right now because this is what should be done in a relationship. Oh, absolutely. I was like, kudos to you. I'm so proud of you because I think, you know, we're not supposed to, we're supposed to just immediately, you know, if you look at society, society wants us to shame. Right. Exactly. And that's so, so wrong. And we don't have to be into their desires. But I right. think if we can find a way to embrace it and a, a comfortable way that we're okay with it, yep. you know, we don't have to go all the way with it, but if we right. can find a place, it will help. It will help to start the communication. And that's right. what she did. She did it for months without him knowing. Oh, wow. And then he came home and she was like, you're my bitch. And she got sexy and he, she said he kind of flinched at first, but eventually he just you know, he got into it and now they're in a female led relationship and she is his dom. I absolutely love that story. I mean, you know, you often hear women like getting like pissed off. Oh my gosh, you're watching porn. And they're like, you know, know, really upset about it. I love her reaction and look at where that has got them. Now they are both fulfilling fantasies. You may not have the same fantasies as your partner, but you can find common ground and then, you know, fuck the fuck out of that. Do it. Exactly. I can't give you this, but I can do this. Yes. I've always said, you know, life is a chain. When you're, when you're in a relationship, marriage or whatever we want to have here, there's a chain, there's bills and everything else. If you can talk Mm -hmm. about the other stuff, sex should be easy. Oh, exactly. And, but it's not, people are so shameful about it. They're very shameful of it. And, but the thing is with, with any chain, if one link is weak and you put more pressure on the others, eventually Mm -hmm. those break too. Yep. So all of your links are not less important than any other link in that chain. True. That's true. I I totally agree. Wow. Well, good for them. And what what an amazing thing for her to go in. And so she hired a dom. Is that what you said, right? Yes, she hired a dom. Not in person. Wow. I think from what I understood, it was virtual lessons. Oh, sure. But yeah, still, yeah, it works. Yeah. yeah. It amazes me when somebody says, how do you know that? And I'm like, well, you do know there's search engines, right? I mean, if you can look up <laughs> where the Thai food restaurant is, you can look up and just read, yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> the power of the internet. The yes. power of the internet. <laughs> I was interviewing a man who's about sex for his entire life. He's like 72. He's totally amazing. And he wrote this big giant book. And he he's the one who told me, he said, people don't realize everybody thinks it's all, you know, porn is so bad. Half, he said half of the content on the internet is sexual in nature, porn, et cetera. Mm -hmm. I mean, wow. You know, people are thinking this is like taboo and hidden. That much content is there and that much is being used. Yeah. I need to get rid of the shame and just live it. You know, it's just people want it. People want it. Wouldn't be running the banks and everything else if it wasn't, you know, wasn't, it wouldn't be around if it wasn't money-making and it wouldn't be around if nobody wanted it. Exactly. Um, Do I believe porn has jumped the shark? Yeah, I do. Yeah. What I am happy about though, I am seeing companies go back to Skinamax, but sexier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's something about the imagination. And I've always said the imagination is a terrible thing to waste. Oh, exactly. 
Exactly. I'm so excited too, because I just wrote a story for, have you heard the website Frolic Me? Yes. Yes. So I just wrote a story for them and it's going to appear there soon. I love their porn videos. They're just full of story and sensuality. And I like more of that. I mean, you know, I like all kinds of porn, but I just, theirs is just, that's the kind of porn that is just, oh man, it just gets me, you know, it's got the story and it's sensual and, and if people have this bad, they, you know, hear this word porn or, or, you know, sex video, and they just assume it's all one way, but it's not. There's so much out there that's different. If you look, if you look and I know when it comes to porn for me, and I'm probably just as bad as anybody else out there, there's sometimes I want to really quick uh-huh. and just get to the point. We all skip the dialogue. Yep, or, yep. Oh yes. Absolutely. <laughs> I want to see that hard thrusting. So uh-huh. yes. who does it? Right. Exactly. But, but there's times that I want that buildup to sensuality. Yes. And, and that's what I really like about these story, the stories that are sent to me. Cause I, mm-hmm. my favorite ones are ones that they leave out the demographics. Actually, they leave out oh, the sure. age, the body type, the hair type, I, as much as I like those two, they add different, you know, elements and depth yes. to the show. Uh-huh. I like the ones where who it's, it is whoever you are in your head, their head. Right. Oh, you know, I, yes. It's like reading erotica too, because you're imagining it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. eventually, you know, in the in erotica, like your stories, even, you, know, you have your character descriptions, but once the book starts and in by chapter two, they could be anybody. Oh, exactly. And, you know, some stories give more information about what a person looks like. Sometimes it's really basic, like hair color and body shape, or, you know, sometimes it's not even body shape. So it's, you can fill in as you're reading your own imagination. Yeah, absolutely. So where is your book available? I forgot to ask that. No, it's on Amazon. Amazon. Okay. Right. Yeah. There's a, it's in paperback and digital. So did you, did you narrate it? Or no, you didn't have a book. It's ebook. I'm in the process of narrating it and publishing it myself. So good. I was going to say you should totally do that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's why I started. I got talked into doing the written form first, and Mm -hmm. I'm like uh, the lady I went through. She's like, "Do you want?" She's like, "We can do an ebook or you know audio book. You know, we have somebody here." I'm like, "I have a podcast." Yeah. I have 19 years doing this. I think I, I can do my book. I think this is your area. Yeah. <laughs> Understatement. But thank you for the offer. Yeah. <laughs> what a great accompaniment to your podcast too. I think that's fantastic. What a great idea. And so when do you think you're going to release the audiobook or you have no idea? Oh, I have so much going on. It's I know, I, I get it. <laughs> I, oh my gosh. I would love to have it in by the end of the month. I would love mm-hmm. to. And, yeah. you know, it's it's different than recording, you know, a podcast. Very much different. So, oh, it is. Because I, I actually record audiobooks too. I do erotic audiobooks myself. So I know all about that. I record them. I edit them. I process them. I produce them. I do everything. So I get it. They're, it is different. There's similarities, but they are different. Yeah. Yeah, I can't, yeah. Free, I can't free Willie a book. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is going to be exciting when you have it. That's just awesome. I, I hope that um, I'll put the link down the podcast notes too, so that people can find that. That's what, how exciting. Yeah. It, I've only been doing this two years, so I've really just kind of exploded. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's been an amazing, amazing ride. It really has. So can people get your podcast on podcast apps or because I know you kind of you have it on your website linked too, right? Yeah, it's on my website, but you can find me anywhere, even where they find you. 
Absolutely. Okay. Just yeah. all regular, the free podcast apps that everyone yeah, can access. Apple, Spotify. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah. Awesome. That's awesome. So what, what are your plans going forward with the podcast? You're going to keep doing what you're doing, obviously. I suppose you don't really need to change it, do you? Because it's working and it's, it's hot. I really haven't changed much. I don't, it's pretty set in stone the way it was, which is one thing I set out that I feel that differently than some people do. I, I, I built my foundation. So it's pretty much smoothly running on itself. What I'm doing now, I'm over on, I get picked up by Smutty Flicks, which is- I was going to ask you, what is that? I saw it on your Instagram. Yeah. Smutty Flicks is, well, it's porn, but it's not. They have actually a section, which is where I'm at in the adult, which adult doesn't mean porn, which we're trying to break away from, but it does have porn on it, but I'm not. I'm actually doing a video show where I took my show video, not live, but- if it's just me, I tell you a story, and but I still break it down. Basically, it's my show, but video, but instead of me reading, I tell you a story. Okay. And I also have invited, and I have two, and like I was telling you earlier, I just did one with another couple, but I'm actually bringing on everyday people. So this isn't famous people. This isn't creators. Nice. And I might eventually have a creator or two if, you sure. know, if I, but I'm really staying pretty strict with my rules. Um, you can find creators anywhere, mm-hmm. but I, since I've really dipped my toe into everyday people, I really want to stay with that because I think that's what our TV and everything else has missed. Because I don't know about you. I love British TV. I don't watch a lot of it, but I, when I do watch it, something I can appreciate is they look like everyday people. Right. Have you realized that? Yes. You're, that's a good point. I never thought about it, but that's right. You're, that's very true. You know, I was watching father Brown. I'm like, these are people that actually would look like go to a Catholic church. They're yeah. like every day, but they're not over glamorized. <laughs> like we're over here. And I yes. absolutely appreciate that. Oh, absolutely. I think that's true. That's kind of an untapped area. Just everyday people. Absolutely. And, and, you know, and it's going to make more people be like, Hey, you know what? I could submit my story too. And- uh, yes, please, please. We love submissions no matter how long we are, how long they are. So I'm actually going to start because we do get some of them that are like one or two sentences. And, and I'm short. like, yeah, how do I put this show? And so I had a brainstorm the other day and I was talking to my editor and I said, you know what I think I'm going to do? And I guess I'm announcing this on your show. I'm going to take those <laughs> really short ones and make them posts on, you know, with a sexy picture. I thought, you know, that's what oh, I could do with them. But, you sure. know? <laughs> yeah. 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 Absolutely. Like, so, I mean, you could make episode of like shorts too, like a podcast episode of shorts and be like, okay, this is all shorts. I could, it would be like, I could do like Mm -hmm. that and have a 12 minute one or, you know, where it's Mm -hmm. just, you know, but it's it's funny. Sometimes we'll get, I want to suck your tits. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Like kudos to my editors, like kudos to him and a million other men that would agree. I know. Right. (laughs) (laughs) What's funny to do about that too, is you're giving that person a shout out. You know what I mean? Like, you know, just kind of, you know, interaction on a different level where it's getting that person fired up and be like, okay, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. That's me. You know, I think it gives some people like a reaffirmation or affirmation, whatever. I don't know. But it's just, I think that that is valuable. You'll have to write in. <laughs> I should. I know. And then the question is, would I say my name or would I not say my name? Hmm. Well, we can do that. If you, if you do, I can, I'll shout out your show and tag yeah, you. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's yeah. a good idea. <laughs> Fantastic. I should, I'll make a note. I got to do that. Send in something. Okay, I got a note on my notepad. It's there. 
<laughs> then I will remember. So tell me more about Smutty Flick. So it's the show that you're doing. So it's people can see you, right? It's like a, a video. It is a video. You will actually get to see me. You'll find out that I, like you, look like a normal everyday person. I'm not really? over glamorous. I actually, I have dark violet hair. Oh, cool. Nice. Yeah, I have dark violet hair. I drive a Jeep. I have a golden retriever. I'm very much the girl next door. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, but yeah, you can see me and you'll see the, if you want to come on Smutty Flicks, I do offer everybody to be visual or non-visual. Okay, I would prefer sure. you to be visual, but mm-hmm. we can record from the shoulders down. That's right. not a problem. And sure. I always just say, just come as you are. If you are a naturalist and you want to be natural, come natural. If sure. you want to be in lingerie, be in lingerie. If you want to be, be in nice. your street clothes, be that. But it is me telling you sexy stories. And I I don't tell you you have to do anything, but I tell you, I don't tell you you can't do anything either. If mm-hmm. Reading between the lines. Sure. Very yeah. nice. So tell me about your career doing the, the phone sex. Is this something that you, how did you get into it? Well, in 2008, I was a secretary for farming thing. Basically, they they sent out, it was people that, that sold the fertilizer and things like that. I, I worked as mm. their secretary in 2008, okay. just like everybody in the United States was laid mm, off. Yep. And I needed to find another income. And I actually started working, taking credit card payments for various online companies just, just to get money coming in. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how I found it. So don't have an answer for this. But I stumbled on, it was like what we would call in the industry, like a vanilla sex line, which sounds, it's actually harder to do than it is to be the extreme. It really is because you, you couldn't say, you could say penetration, but you couldn't say it's like, it was like church sex. It really, really was. Censorship. It was horrible. So like, that's when I learned that (laughs) even, but I was very good at it because I told myself, well, if I can't do the vanilla stuff. There's no way I could go work for these companies that are hardcore. Okay. And, sure. But they had a hold time and I was just blazing by the hold. Basically, hold time is how long you can average time you can keep a customer you know, on the line. Okay. And I was blowing it out of the ballpark. So within two months, I was like, I noticed this woman was hiring mm. and she was offering way more than what I was making. And I thought, ah. let's go. So I tried and I, I was making more money doing that than I was a secretary or going to Walmart or fast food or anything nice. else. So for me, it just turned into when you can pull in in a good time, even when it's people are laid off, when you can still in a week pull in three grand a week, you're not uh, going to yeah. go back to a desktop. You're not. not. No, absolutely not. And you're filling a need too. Yes. Yes. Actually, people think it's just jacking off and it's really, really not just jacking somebody off and getting them off or whatever, but it's more, it's more of a mental therapy. It is therapy. Oh, I totally believe that. Yes. It is. You learn so much about the person, especially if you click, you mm-hmm. start to learn a lot about the person and mm-hmm. calls and, you know, you, and it's a very creative job. So I always tell girls that want to come into it. If you can't tell a story, Mm-hmm. a good story and make people be able to see and visualize it, then you're not going to make it. Uh, yeah. And right. I, I remember when I landed with my, this one lady 
and I, and there is training with the girls. And I remember telling this, she was this one lady, she couldn't keep the guy on more than five minutes. And we all yeah. knew she was horrible, but we needed the body. It's kind of one of those, it's one yeah. of those just showed up on time. So we still kept mm-hmm. her. <laughs> Cause trust me, you can only change your voice so many times. Right. Right. So we had her and I remember telling her, I said, she wasn't good at small talk. Okay. And I told her, I said, you know, you're, you are, you do good on the other, but you're not going to make money. You're going to have to do small talk. It just yeah. like if you go out with a friend or if you're meeting someone for a first date or meeting someone for a first time, you have to do small talk. You do. Yeah. And mm-hmm. and she said, I don't understand what you mean. I said, what I mean is you got to learn how to connect with a man. I said, yes. and, and she goes, well, I don't like sports. I don't like this. And I said, well, I'm going to tell you what Joe Dirt said. It's not about you. It's about the consumer. Yes. So, I mm-hmm. said, anybody has 30 minutes during the day. I said, I'm telling you now, if you know one sports team person, the name, or if you watch Sports Center for 30 minutes and remember a play mm-hmm. and run with it, you're right. going to hit it out of the ballpark and a man will take over the conversation. Oh, absolutely. You need some sort of icebreaker. You need some you sort do. of connect, connecting point. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm blessed because I like sports anyway. So I'm mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. much a Tom girl, I guess is what we'd call them during the day. Right. But, you know, so it doesn't, I just told her, you know, pay attention to current events, not political, not yeah. churchy. No, don't go there. Don't go don't there. Don't stay. Those two things are no, 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 no. no, no. Yeah. yeah. But if you can find anything in between that what's going on around the world mm. and have a little knowledge on it, then you're good to go. Oh, exactly. It doesn't take much time. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. And and trust me, they'll call you back. I said, you could be horrible at the other, at the fantasy. (laughs) But if you have a great connection with you, it flows over into the other, then you're the best thing since sliced bread and butter. Oh, absolutely. I can totally see that. I can totally imagine that. So do you find it's more of a conversation and then it turns into you telling them a story? Is that kind of like how it plays out? Depends. Sometimes you have a guy who calls that just wants, it wants a in and out quickie. (laughs) Sure, (laughs) sure. I have a guy that I watch on Skype and it's funny. I'll watch him stroke that cock, but we just, we're talking about the beach. We're talking about anything mm. else, but and occasionally I'm like, and he does have a nice cock and uh, <laughs> he does. And I'll be like, you know, and I was like, oh, your cock looks good. And then we'll go back and talk about other things, Sure, and, sure. you know, but I know what's going on in his life. I know what's, you mm-hmm. know, his, you know, it's funny because his wife, I have never spoke to his wife, but his mm-hmm. wife knows me. And, okay. and if she's too busy to give him a blow job, he's just like, go call Nikki. Wow. And he'll call me. Well, there's a couple that understands each other's needs isn't okay. And they're okay with it. I, I think that's fantastic. Actually. I think it's fa- absolutely fantastic. <laughs> I mean, you know, you're, you're providing, yeah, like you said, like it's a therapy, it's a filling a void for people. And that's not a bad thing. That's things that people need. We all need, you know, sex is great you know, and intimacy is even better when you can have them both, but sometimes mm-hmm. you can't have both. Right. And, you know, there are some, the around Christmas and Valentine's day, you really learn how mm-hmm. lonely people are. I bet. And I started my podcast right before, like the week before or the week after everything shut down. And okay. I started it because I thought, where am I going to get my calls? And I thought if I got one call a month out of this, it pays off. Yes. And yeah, I don't tie the two together just because okay. I don't want to at this point. Sure, sure. We don't <laughs> it, it, it has to, a different yeah. stigma between the two. So mm-hmm, yeah. yeah, I mean, I know I'd be, you know, you, you know, a lot of people said I've had a lot of people reach out. I would love to 
I'm like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> down the road, but not right now. Right. Oh, yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. And there's no reason you have to. I mean, you, yeah, I assume you use two different pen names or whatever. So you, you don't have to, you don't have to merge them. I mean, mm-hmm. it's not necessary. No, 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 no. Oh, I love that. So you're obviously continuing to do the both areas, the podcast and your calls, right? Every once in a while, I'll take calls and not as much as I used to. I'm so busy okay. with this growing. Yes. That oh, that's I, awesome. I, yeah, like I said, I just, I started with the video show this, uh, this year and then the book. And mm-hmm. then now, now I'm traveling for, I have two appearances coming up. I'll be gone for two weeks in July in the UK. And then I oh, come nice. back for a week and then I'm two weeks up at natural pines here in Missouri, which is a lifestyle and, oh, you know, naturalist um, yeah. campgrounds. So I'll be performing Perfect. there for crazy summer nights and, I'm in talks with uh, some art galleries to do a show with them. So again, oh, it's nice. Yeah. Napping when I can. <laughs> yes. So when you're traveling, are you traveling as Nikki or are you traveling as the other pen name? Well, both. I am Nikki on both places. So oh, you are. I'm, okay, I'm, okay. Yeah. Night flirt. I'm Nikki. And then here I'm Nikki too. So it's Nikki. Yeah. And night flirt is when the, what people call into. Okay. I wasn't yeah, sure a, what it was called. <laughs> and no, the platform is night flirt. I always explain it to everybody. Everybody thinks I work for them. I don't. I own my own company. You know, every girl mm-hmm. on there is their own company. It's just, oh, sure. Think of it as Nightflirt is my billing platform, kind of like PayPal. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Gotcha. Now, have you ever heard of Subscribestar? Because a few erotica authors have been telling me that they're a little bit more flexible than, than Patreon. Uh, so no, I have just, not. Okay. I, well, I'm glad I mentioned it because apparently it's called Subscribestar. I'm going to write and, that down. <laughs> yeah. They're more lenient than Patreon. I've gotten a few rejects. You know, they've contacted me like, oh, you can't say it that way or whatever I do. And it's just like a freaking audio. I'm like, really, people? So they're a lot more strict. So Subscribestar is not. Apparently, I- I'm considering switching over too. But I am. I've been looking. I know it's funny because I was I, I am thinking about I hate God love all the women that do it. And I am for anybody expressing and doing what they need to do to put food on their table. I will know sure. that's, that's my big thing. I have thought about taking my my video show over to OnlyFans. I know I'm okay. I'm starting with the Smutty Flick stuff. I can put it on my Smutty Fans account, but since I'm not showing various parts of my body, mm-hmm. right, <laughs> you know, right? Like you, I'm in this middle ground of what yeah. do you do because, like you said, Patron doesn't want you or I there, even though both right. you and I offer educational pieces, and it's very yes. hard to see. When you see people on there that do not safe for work stuff like us, and mm-hmm. but they, you know, and they don't block them. And right, you, you and I are in a catch 22 because I don't believe in you can do anything in life, but don't hurt the way somebody provides for their family. Exactly. Yeah. As long as it's not illegal and they're not murdering somebody and all the bad stuff, like the stuff that common sense. But mm-hmm. I never believe when you, when someone's doing something and that's what I don't understand in any community right. that you, when you hurt someone for putting out a message, right. You know, as long as it's not the bad things, that's common sense. Why right. are you hurting their ability to make, make money for their family? Oh, exactly. I, exactly. I never understood that with anybody. And that's, no. you know, and I could, I could go by and I know everybody's knee jerk reactions. Well, you should flag. And I'm like, why? Right. It's not, well, one, it's not my job to do their job. And two, some of these people have been able 
to build something and get rid of their day-to-day jobs. Right. Or people Why are, would I flag yeah. something like that? Because no way. they were, exactly, exactly. They, they have been able to do the American dream. And why would I hurt that? Oh yeah. Just because I'm not there yet or I'm there, but not, you know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, why absolutely. Would, yeah. I got, I got really mad at, at Patreon when they sent me my, when they rejected the way I worded some things. And I said, you know, I've said, I've seen worse things and blah, 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 blah. And, and they go, well, you can tell us who they are. And I messaged them back. And I said, are you fucking kidding me? I am not. And I was really bitchy. I'm like, I am not turning anyone in. Are you kidding me? I'm not uh-huh. helping you censor other people. Fuck off. And I was a total bitch to them. I'm like, they're going to kick me off, but they, they didn't kick me off. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're telling me that I can help you censor people? What the absolute fuck? I have actually have seen letters where people have, my, my listeners have written in where they have written back to them and telling them I do not exist. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm like, you've, I'm like, why, why? I am willing, you're making a cut off of this the heck? Yes. You know, yes. I am following your rules, you know, and that's what yes. I understand. Give me rules. I understand there, exactly. will always, there will always be somebody that breaks the rules, but that is your job to find them and punish them. Not mine. Exactly. I, I am exactly. willing to work with you and play within your rules. Tell yep. me your rules and I will play with them. I have everything marked 18, you know, over 18, like you should. Matter of fact, I'd rather have mine marked as over 25. Oh yeah. I totally understand that. Absolutely. I know when I Post to Facebook. I have it eight where it's over 25, 25 and mm. over. Not I didn't know you could do that. Oh, mm. yeah. When, well, I use Loomly. Okay. So it, if you follow me everywhere else, you'll notice it's the same post everywhere else. Oh, and sure. I, I go in I'm at TV, when I'm watching TV. And I, matter of fact, I knocked out Ozark doing most of this stuff the last season. Anyway, <laughs> I, I sat it. there working all my posts and I scheduled them so far in advance that. I'm I'm done for almost all the way up to June, but I still spend Ooh. a little time every night. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, between Canva and Loomly, scheduling sure. my post because I have I'm so busy with everything else. But yeah, but yeah. So and I've had I've had people. As a matter of fact, on Twitter of all places, you know, I've been I have been flagged for inciting violence. Oh, geez. And you've seen my post on Instagram. Um, It's the same one over on Twitter. That's ridiculous. And the bad thing about it is they flagged a joke. The joke, the joke was a horrible, bad dad joke. I mean, it was something like what the monkey do, whatever or something. It was stupid. It's just so stupid. Exactly. And I'm thinking, again, that goes back to the rule of, you know, if you hate me, then just mute me. Right. You know, you know. The thing is this, you and I could say the same thing, Bruin, and the exact same sentence word for word. Mm-hmm. You're going to speak to different people than I will. Yes, that's true. And as long as we are saying a positive message, it doesn't matter what we're saying as long as, you know, that's what I don't understand about our community. We're yeah. all we're all wanting to show that we're inclusive and positive yes. and have yes. these messages, but yet we cancel each other all the time. And that goes for anything in life. And I don't mm-hmm. understand it. I don't either. I don't get it. And yeah, when they start flagging accounts too, then they start to like, they're starting to put tags on things that yeah, aren't even accurate. Right. That's, that's, that's not cool. I don't know how we stop it. I don't, I, 
I don't know. Maybe the platforms don't care. Maybe that's part of the problem. <laughs> I think it starts with internal inflection of what, you know, instead of, because anymore you can't, I always tell someone rule is you're supposed to wait, wait. When you're mad, you wait before you react. Yes. And, but I'm a very logical person and you never <laughs> can fight a logic with a person with emotion. You can't, right. you'll, you'll never, true. ever, ever, ever win. And That's you have true. to wait till that person has a couple glasses of whiskey and calms down before <laughs> have a conversation with them, which, you know, hey, that's true. But yeah, you'll never be able to, you know, and until we're able to go back to tolerating someone saying, well, that's true, but this, you know, because I don't believe in, I like having my circle small, but I I like having different opinions in my circle. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, do you, are you going to learn something when someone's always saying, oh, that's right. Oh, that's right. Right. You're never going to grow from that box. So why not not have somebody, even if you don't like them as a person, I can even say that there's somebody in my life or not in my life anymore, but I know that I can honestly say they did this great. Right. You know, and why can't we have that? Why can't we, why can't we even say that? Yeah. And why can't we just say, let's just agree to disagree and respect each other and not be like, drives me crazy. Mm -hmm. Just crazy. It's just someone's trying to press their opinions on everybody instead of just being like, okay, we're different people. We accept that, you know? Right. Until we accept the differences of everybody, how are we going to appreciate the the things that are the same. Right. And, and some differences are acceptable and other difference, differences aren't. And that's, I think that's a problem to sit there and be labeling, oh, these differences are okay, but that, those, no, 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 those are not okay. Well, who are we to say that? Right. And I know we all do it. We all do mm-hmm. it to some degree. And to right. say you don't, it's wrong. But yeah, just it's something that's how I approach. That's actually how I approach my show is just finding something in that story. Cause I know that we do get male, male content or we get male, male, female content. And sure. That's not, you know, once you start doing things that are different in a mm-hmm. story, right. There are people who go, Oh God, I, I didn't like that. I'm like, well, what, what made you uncomfortable? The fact that, you know, that didn't appeal to me either, but I did like this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, just respect people for <clears throat> doing what they want to do. If they're, if it's consensual, then just let it be. Let it I be. mean, oh, just drives me crazy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, totally just nuts. So tell me something that you've learned in doing your podcast. We're going to talk about podcasting for a moment. What have you learned? You've done two years, you said? I'm working on my third, but it's been two years, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> what did you learn that you didn't expect to learn about podcasting? Ooh, I thought that the first thing I learned was because of what I'm doing, it's not really out there. Mm-hmm. I'm not like any other podcast. And that's the first thing I always have to tell anybody because I'm like, oh God, I don't listen to podcasts. Because if you <laughs> think of the definition of podcasting in general, most of them are interviews. Right. Mine's not. Right. I, I am I'm that way in life though, which is great, but it's a hindrance too. It's a harder hill to grow up, climb. And maybe I'm mm-hmm. like a challenge. I know I do. And I work better in chaos. So the one thing I learned that I thought was going to be easy, I thought being part of the adult side or being in part of the adult side would be easy, but in actuality, it wasn't because I wasn't porn enough. Yeah. Oh, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. Or even I had become in the very, very beginning, you know, when you first get started, you, you want to, 
you have to get yourself out there somehow. And everybody that mm-hmm. would want to collab or uh, do share sh- promo swaps wouldn't want to share with me because of, <clears throat> excuse me, I was porn. And I'm like, right. seriously, I'm not porn. And it's not porn, I, exactly. So I'm forging this tunnel down a, a way that just feels like I'm on my own, which is fine. It is fine. But I do have to say, I have noticed since I've started and I've grown more and more erotic audio has mm-hmm. come out into podcasting. Yeah. So that I, is, it, <clears throat> sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. So that's, that's something I learned. I, I also learned that uh, I appreciate not having a co-host. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if you agree with that because that and doing interviews, I'm God mm-hmm. bless you. And I haven't <laughs> ran into too many problems with my other one of scheduling. Mm-hmm. And uh-huh. I'm like, I'm stressed about that. Gotcha. <laughs> you know, if, are they going to show up on time? Will they cancel? Because that's one thing since I'm starting something new with Money Flicks that. Oh, yes. I, mm-hmm. That's why I have the backup shows of me just telling a story. That way, if they back out, I'm like, we can throw that one up. Yes, of, of absolutely. We can just do this one. I'm telling a story. So yeah. yeah, really, I've learned stuff on my own, but I have had people reach out in, in the very beginning and say, you know, you have a very sexy voice you should get. Mm-hmm. So I've never really like. You hear people asking all the questions of how to start a podcast. I've never had to do that. Somebody's mm. always said that's liked my show mm-hmm. has said, well, you should get this. You should do, th-, you know, has offered yeah. me advice that I'm not even looking for, or maybe I was thinking about, but it seemed like it's always popped in and sure. helped me out. Yeah. That's Matter of fact, cool. I even had a, a gentleman that was a, that's a listener in Canada that owns this old golf course. He helped me write my if I wanted to start going after for, uh, I forget what they're called, but you know what I'm saying? Sponsors. Yeah. Oh he actually, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I didn't even know how to approach him. He was like, let's help. And he wrote the whole letters. Nice. I know that's what I was saying. I have literally, I've been very, very blessed with the people in my, that have fallen in my life that I've become, that I've come across that have helped me succeed along the way. That's good because I find a, I find it hard to find sponsors too because of my content. I mean, you know, I had I do read erotica, mine and mm-hmm. others, and I do interviews of, of sexuality experts and you know sexologists and sex coaches. So I have education, I have entertainment because of course I have the erotica, and then I have interviews. And so for me, I'm doing such a wide range, but it's still hard to find people who want to advertise with me. Yeah, That's I have frustrating. One. I have one. And do you have a goal, not necessarily a sponsor, like particular brand, but do you have a goal sponsor? Like, uh, like mine's, mine's alcohol. How I start, how I start my show off is, and they would go everywhere. I mean, it's, it's built in. So it's, it would be a huge thing for them. So I would love to land a whiskey company that, Oh yeah. Whiskey or wine is my two things, but that's my goal sponsor is a whiskey. And that's, Yeah. That would be perfect. Yeah. Cause especially if you start off your episode having a beverage, right? I, I, um, I do my intro, which is really the only other thing that's written my intro. And then I have a sponsor and then any announcements, which are always winged. I don't write them down. And then mm. I actually have a thought and I go that morning and I actually dig through Twitter and it's not going on, you know, and if I see like a sexy post that drum, drums a thought of mine for, individuals or couples. And again, that's not written. So that's kind of just pulled out of my ass too. But mm-hmm. <laughs> then I always say, so they know there's 
that's, and that's another thing when it, I had a sponsor come up to me and I won't say who, but they're in the industry and they, they, they actually approach every, I won't be surprised if they approached you, mm-hmm. but they reached out last year and uh, they wanted to do me interview this person. Okay. And I said, I don't do interviews. Sure. I said, and I, and cause they listed all of these, these interviews or these people mm-hmm. raise it on. And I looked at that list and instead of most people going, wow, look at that. Cause there was some big names on that list. Sure. And I, I wrote back and said, what is he? I said, well, one, I don't do interviews, but two, what is he going to say to me that he hasn't said to these other 12 people Yeah, in IQ? I kind of snarky at times. And I said, I'm not trying to be rude, but why do I want a Ron Popeil on my show? Right. And, you know, I've seen all his interviews. He's, he says literally the same thing over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. And I said, you know, my listeners don't come for me for an interview. And I said, and they don't, they, after they listen to someone like you, they come to me just to listen to a story and relax. Mm -hmm. And I gave him an option, which I've given many other people that want to trade interviews to, you know, what works better is someone writing in us. Why doesn't he write a story of how it began? Yeah. And I said that they'll listen to me read. I said, then Mm -hmm. he can, I said, then we can talk about it after. And he, this person wrote me a scathing. You don't know how podcasts work. You'll be nothing. Really? Oh, come uh-huh. on. Yeah. So that was That's last so year. Lame. Before I won the best adult podcasting award for ASN. Oh, nice. And, which was funny. He came back a couple months ago and uh, they were like, we love your podcast. We would love to be in <laughs> all this stuff. And he goes, and this is how I catch the people that don't listen to my show. And it's yeah. so funny. And like huge fans of your podcast. And we would love to be a co, you know, co-host on your show. And I went and I, I sat on it for a while. Uh-huh. Finally, I wrote back and I said, well, thank you for being big fans. But I find that quite funny because, oh, you know, yeah. and I just gave them and I did. And that, oh, yeah. I've heard nothing back. Well, good for you. <laughs> but I was like, how I said, don't insult me. Yes. You know, don't insult me at all. Oh. You know, it's like you could have took five minutes to cherry pick multiple shows of mine to see that I was not a fit or could have, could you make a fit for me? Absolutely. Think outside the box. Come on, people. Exactly. And I, that's when they first approached me, I gave them options of what I thought. And the person that was a different person that reached out to me the first time, she thought they were amazing ideas. And yes. And she said, you know, I, she did listen to my show because she was able to say a couple of stories that she had heard. So she had Uh cherry picked at least. Right. And, you know, it was, it was very hard to see that that happens. But what I'm finding in our, our industry and what a lot of sponsors want to do, which I don't mind, but it's only going to get you a couple episodes is mm-hmm. like if they want a product swap or, you know, they yeah. just want to send a product for review. And I'm like, yeah, that's not okay. They get you a show, but now what? Right, right. right. You know, but I'm looking mm-hmm. for, I don't know about you, but I want, I don't, I just don't want a sponsor. Right. I mean, we no, all, want, right. That's why I haven't had one for a very long time and one that, and I, I took Manscaped to actually just, you know, get my feet wet with a sponsor. Sure. Um, I like their products. They do have, mm-hmm. they have really good products, but I did it to get my feet wet. Sure. Um, but I'm actually looking for something now that I, I, I built this thing like you have. We've mm-hmm. worked so hard to build our product that I want to be able to say, I stand behind this. I don't want yes. someone to, I want someone to know that if I'm saying this, this, and this, that I do drink it. I do use it. 
Yes. Those type of things. It's not, you know what I'm saying? I don't want them to go, oh, you know, and use this and go, what the hell did you put your name to that for? Oh, exactly. Exactly. Because I'm also a blogger and an influencer. And I really have a strong feeling that I like to talk about and promote the things that I have tried. So I know what the fuck I'm talking about. So would you, with your show, would you rather have a sponsor that's within our realm or outside of our realm? Well, I would do either. And I, I have done both. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty open. I don't like to live by these little like rules things. So, you know, if it's going to, I think it's going to work. I'll do it. Yeah. I mean, you know, if I'm, you know, I have a lot of men who listen to me too. And like, if a company came to me selling like men's sweatshirts or something, I mean, you know, if I like the yeah. brand and I like the way it looks, well, sure. Why not? You know, I don't have any issues with that, but you know, the question is, do they want to be associated with me? <laughs> That's hard, isn't it? It's very it hard. It's, it's very hard. Cause it seems like the ones that I, if I'm approached by a sex company, I actually go and look and see how many other podcasts they're on. I'm starting to do that. I don't know Mm -hmm. about you, but that's if I'm starting to consider a product or a company, I go look and see how many they're on. Sure. And it's in, I actually, I know there's, I would love to land small business. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because we're in such a time that small, I mean, actually any business needs help at this Mm -hmm. point, but. Oh yeah. Especially a small business. Yeah. And I've taken a few, a few erotica authors have had me like read their book blurb and they pay me to read their book blurb on a podcast episode. And you know, what's huge about that is it's going to be there forever. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. someone goes and listens to that episode, they're going to hear that ad for that book. So it's valuable for that author to be on a podcast because I'm not going to strip it back out. You know, there are different ways you can do it. I know some people put them at the end or the beginning or you know, you can, you could take it down and pull that ad out, but I'm not, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> See, that's when I, when I speak to sponsors, they like Manscaped wanted to go in the middle and I'm like, nothing goes in the middle. Right. Like, I think the middle's no, hard. Yeah. Well, for, especially for me, cause I am building mm-hmm. that bubble. And then yeah. once mm-hmm. I, once I tell everybody to sit back and relax with, you know, some whiskey yeah, and that they know my stories are starting. There's not, there's no interruption from beginning yeah. to end. And, you know, when I say, you know, I think, you know, it's, you know, it's, we'll end it for today. Then I might say, okay, you know, go visit, you know, this, this, and this. I go, Mm -hmm. you know, back outside the bubble, but in between, absolutely not. So really in my 30 to 45 minutes, I only have, you know, there's really only, I don't want more than three. I think four, Mm -hmm. maybe depending, you know, but no more than three. Cause I think I could fit two in the beginning and then one at the end, maybe. Sure. Sure. Yeah. I think for my episodes, like the only ones I would want to put it in the middle would be like an interview. If I'm reading an erotica story, I don't mm-hmm. want to pull people out in the middle of that and be like, Oh, Hey, and check out this sweatshirt. You know, no, you're pulling them out of the story. You're pulling them out of the moment. You're pulling them out of the experience. So for me too, I would only want it for the story ones in the beginning or the end. I've played with it once where in the middle after I do my dear Nikki part where I'm talking about the story in sure. the middle of the show, I, what I've done, I've, I've took a break and said, you know, you know, while I, you know, reading to you, my drink tonight is made with this, this, and this. And I think mm. it flows then naturally, but yeah, other, yeah. But other than that, I don't think I, like you said, I can't do manscape in the middle of a, no. I mean, I could, but I mean, I'd have to, I mean, and they would let me, but I, yeah, no, oh. to have it always there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've never done a middle one. I know that I'm on what's it called Podcorn where you can like, 
um, say what you would be willing to do and like put yourself out there. You're like apply to companies to pay you for ads on your podcast. And they have choices there. They say, you know, do you want, will you, and you can pick, do you want a mid roll? Do you want a pre roll? Do you want an end roll? And I've never picked mid roll. <laughs> yeah, mid roll, that's what they wanted. And it seems like that's supposed, when I did all the reading and research, that's what, you know, most advertisers want is mid roll mm. um, because they're already, in, you know, invested in your show. And I'm like, yeah, but there's always that 15 second skip button that I like so much. So exactly. (laughs) I would think that the pre-roll would be the absolute best one, actually. I mean, because people are, they're going to be, they are still listening, Mm -hmm. you know, midway, they might have to go do something and stop, but they're not, they're not going to miss the beginning part. So Hmm. do you have a company that you would love to go wise? Like, like I said, mine's alcohol. Right. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm a big proponent of sex toys, so I'm always all about that. I love the the Lovence toys. Or mm. I just became a uh, affiliate for my my sex blog for like the sex toys Zumio and what's the other name? Um, Promescent Promescent okay. products. Mm-hmm. So, but these are all things that help people have better sex, and that's important to me. So, those are the kind of things that I like. I like things that are gonna help people have better sex, better masturbation, better sex with your partner, things that, you know, just give people a better sexual experience. So those are the things I really like, but I'm open to, you know, I'm pretty open to different things too, but yeah, I, I would like, like to do, I've done some sex toy, you know, and I've been asked about sex toys, but Mm-hmm. I have my, I love my womanizer. Oh gosh, I need to try this one. Everybody keeps telling me about womanizer and I do not have it. Layla is <laughs> a good one. They're both expensive, but um, yeah. shoot, mm-hmm. womanizer has a five-year warranty. So, you know, and, and oh. trust me, I wore my first one out in a year or less. I than love it. Year. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, that thing will, you can either, I'm just now learning how to edge with it. Otherwise I can, mm. it'll get you off like in less than two minutes. Yes. That's like the Zumio that I have. I love the Zumio. There's, and I cannot, I'm sitting here trying to think, I cannot think of the brand. I saw it the other day and lays fat, flat and I don't, and this is sound, I don't mean to sound this gross, but it oh, reminded <laughs> me of a, of a maxi pad when we wear them. Oh, oh, oh. Is but it you know mystery vibe? Is yes. it mystery vibe? Yes. 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 I, I interviewed the CEO and those toys are fucking amazing. I want one. I would love yes. to sponsor that on my show. I'm gonna have, y'all just send me their deets. Yeah, they are expensive for sure. But man, they have, I think that's the one. So you, you can see it on a phone, like as an app and it has like six different like motors or something on it. And you can look at it on your phone and you can touch different parts on there and make it stimulate it. I mean, it's just... The the thing he said that they really want to do is create the same feeling of human hand. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And that's what I liked about this thing. It laid flat and it had, uh-huh. looks like it little, had a little a hill where your, your pussy opening and clip. Would They're be. bendable. They're bendable yes. too. Yes. And, the, and then one where your ass would be, because your ass is really sensitive. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I was like, oh. So I really wanted to reach. So yeah, you'll have to oh. pass me those dates because yes, it, they're genius. They're genius. Uh-huh. And and the CEO is he's like he's like an engineer or whatever. So like, and the things they have created. Oh my gosh, I was blown away. Like there's one toy that will help a man stay hard, and it has parts to stimulate the female's labia and clit in the same toy. 
those more and more of those are coming out. And I'm like, yes, brilliant. Brilliant. Because, you know, I know of a gentleman that he's just getting back into dating after he Mm. lost his life. And, you know, he's with this woman that it's, she's the first woman he's been with. And he's like, everything else works. But when it comes time to be intimate, yeah. So it's nothing's wrong with him. He's mm-hmm. like, I can get off and I come everywhere when, you know, playing otherwise. He said, and I told him, I said, it's, you know, cause he asked me for advice. I said, it's anxiety. Yeah. She's the yes. first woman. I said, obviously yeah. you have feelings for it's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's, you just said it. It's the first woman since. I said, yes. I said, and he said, no, she's been great. She's caring. She's loving. She understands. He's, he said, she's told me if it takes five years for it to happen, it takes wow. five years. He said, I make sure she comes six ways to Sunday. And she's good. I'm like, well, there you go. There you go. I was like, nothing matters then. That's what I like to tell all gentlemen. If it doesn't work, find a way. Yeah. You know, and we'll good woman will make it work. A good woman will make it work. And she'll wait. She'll also wait. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That is also a testament to this. This person might work as my partner. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, I yeah. So yeah, I have a whole podcast episode where I interviewed him, the Mystery Vibe guy. So yeah, I'll send you his his info. He's there's toys are amazing, and I think you know just for that gentleman you're just talking about, you know, the fact that he's focusing on her pleasure too. Eventually, his is going to come around. He's going to be able to do more if he mm-hmm. just you know, maybe he's focusing too much on himself, you know, it'll come, it'll come, it'll come. And that's what I told him. I said, you might be stuck with, you know, of her, you know, of your, of your deceased wife. I said, that can happen. I said, you know, I said, just, it's time, time is, and we all hate that saying, but time really does heal. It does. It does. And the support of her through time Mm -hmm. will get him there. Yeah. Yeah. I get a lot of people ask me advice too. So yeah, I just, uh, that's great that you can, you can give him that advice and that he will listen. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's another role you play, whether you intended to do that or not, you're playing that role and it, it's very beneficial. Absolutely. Wow. This has been a great chat. Is there anything else you want to talk about that we have not touched on? Uh, I'm an open book, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, I, this is my, my icebreaker question. I like to ask all my interviewees. What mm-hmm. is your favorite sexual position and why? Oh, well, gosh, today would be doggy style. Yes. Depends on the day. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Today I, you know, there's sometimes another one is when I'm, you know, mission, missionary, but my sh- legs are over his shoulders. Mm, yes. Just, mm-hmm. I love a man hitting my cervix and that's, those are the two oh, positions yeah. that my sure. cervix can get hit. Yes. But there's just something about, you know, both of them feel like you're submitting in a bit. Mm-hmm, and, yes. you know, outside the bedroom, I'm not very submissive. Now, inside, right. you probably can agree to this because when you're in control of your whole world, mm-hmm. you know, there's got to be somewhere where you give up. And I am very submissive in bed. So That's anything so true. where, you know, there's times that, I know I just like to give a good blow job to him, to my lover. Sure. And it's an, it's a mental orgasm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just and, I, and that's all I need. Yeah. 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 I think we need different things on different days and in different experiences and it can change day by day, moment by moment. Yeah, absolutely. Now I am one of those ladies that, you know, 
I, I remember a guy wrote in to me just a personal question and he, he asked, he said, you know, my, you know, my woman is, she, you know, we tend to go through lots of lube. What's, he goes, what lube do you use? And I immediately had to say, I, I don't need it. I'm one of those right. women that mm-hmm. maybe when I hit menopause, I'll get normal because <laughs> <laughs> I have the opposite effect where my lover has to wipe off because it becomes, I'm too wet. Yes. I know that feeling too. You can get too wet. It's yes, true. Yes. No, men don't believe that. They're like, oh, that's great. No, it's not. It, no, it's not. No, it's not. It's like, think of it this way. It's like putting too much Vaseline on your. Yes. You don't on, have that friction. You lose the friction. When you lose the friction. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, I get way too wet. So yeah. And the other thing that does not work either is being in water. No, as sexy as it is. I mean, it can be fun, but I don't. It's foreplay in water is good, but yeah, exactly. But finishing for women, at least in water, is it doesn't. It's not. It doesn't always work. I mean, you can get it to work, but now see, I'm still so wet that it does work for me. See, I just feel like it's too, too slick. You know what I mean? Like it's too fast. There isn't enough friction. See, in I water. think it, it balances me out because water's not slick. Mm. I think it. Helps. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's fun. I think it brings me to normal women style. <laughs> That's fantastic. So where is the craziest place you've had sex? If you're agreeing to share, you don't have to. <laughs> oh, let's see. Craziest place I've had sex. I, I talk about this on my show a bunch of times. Mm. It seems like now I understand when I think about this, I now I understand. I start to understand when people write, I don't have crazy sex, <laughs> but on a cruise ship, um, mm. they were going to clean our balcony and I told he distracted me from it. And so the next day, and he's such a gentleman that we were having sex, but he shielded me, but yet they saw. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I would say on a cruise ship and I, we, I wanted to do what I wanted to do on a cruise ship and, and keep in mind, people, if you have sex on a balcony in a cruise ship, there are cameras up and down. <laughs> so yes, yeah. the, the captain does know, or whoever's working uh-huh. up there do know. Someone knows. Someone, someone knows. Sees you exactly. <laughs> You're not as anonymous as you think you are. But yep. I wanted to give him a blowjob at night, you know, okay. under, under the, you know, be romantic, but sexy too. Yeah. But one of the, you know, blinds between the rooms, the one on our right was fine. Okay. The one on our left had a gap to, oh, and yep. they had littles with them. Oops. So the night I was going to do it, I saw a little hand. Oh, like, yep, do this! So there was no, no Nikki on on the balcony. So that I was like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. They don't need to see that no, or hear I'm, that. <laughs> exactly. I'm not going to be your teacher of sex ed, no. though. We did inspire the neighbors that day. Oh, nice. We were we were having sex like at least three to four times a day. Nice. And yeah. The, so the next day we came back to our room and they started. And they finished, you know, and they were still laying in bed talking. Mm. And uh, he's like, we can do better than that. And of course, about that time, I think what they would do is, I, at least we know he did. He would go out into the balcony to listen to us and jack off. Oh, oh wow. That's, that, that's actually pretty damn sexy. I know it is, right? <laughs> yeah. It's a way of being an exhibitionist without being an exhibitionist on purpose. <laughs> I kept waiting for us to come back to the rim going, you're our, there's a little note of your inspiration. So yes, I you, know, right. But I always do our room, stu- which room stewards knew who we were mm. or the connoisseur from the balcony because what well, ours and then somebody else, but she turned like 60 shades of red. Oh. <laughs> 
And she was from the Philippines and had darker skin, oh, but she was yeah. red. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. <laughs> so where's the sexiest place? And you probably have already told your listeners, but. Well, I really, I don't know. Something about having sex outside really just gets me like the, the forest or the beach are my favorite places. Probably the craziest place I did was a, um, back when I was quite a bit younger at 19, I had sex with my then boyfriend in the utility hallway of a mall. Oh, no, that's good. <laughs> that was a bit crazy. And we just made it finishing before one of the janitors came, started walking down the hall. You know, we were just like walking along the hallway. And we're like, he's like, Hey, let's go in here. Let's go in here. And I'm like, I had been having some cocktails, of course. And I was like, Oh, well, sure. Why not? You know? <laughs> so yeah, that was probably the crate, but we almost got caught. I mean, I always wonder what would they do if they caught you? Would they, depends on the person. They might just laugh at you and be like, Hey, or you know, you get somebody who's super strict and they'll call the security on you, but then they wouldn't have any. Well, I guess there could be cameras back there. They could have had proof. Well, in the hall. Yeah. But in the closet, it was like a big hallway, like a utility. Cause it was a big mall and it was like this big hallway and it had like all their, you know, mops and, but it was big. It wasn't like one little room. It was like a hallway. Looks like a dude was coming down the walking through it. <laughs> Then I like say you're probably on here. If they had cameras, I'm guessing you definitely were on camera. I'm sure we probably were. (laughs) Now, is there a place you wouldn't do it? Place I wouldn't do it. Well, I, you know, when I was a teenager, I was I I had sex in a church parking lot in a car, which is you know kind of naughty. (laughs) Let's see, a place that I wouldn't do it anywhere where there's children. I guess. Yeah. You know, if it's a park and there's no children around, I would do that. I've done that. Yeah. But, you know, if there's any, I guess that's my, that'd be my no, no is not going to do that around kids. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So when I was your age, 19, I was with a guy and we were at a park. Well, the funny thing about the park was there were houses that backed up. I mean, like the, you could could see the fence, the fence was right there. And then there was the park and there was a swing set and we wanted to have sex. Mm. And, and I've told this on my show where I was wearing a skirt and okay. we, did you ever do the spider? It was called the spider. No, but I've seen the spider somewhere. I've seen a picture of it. Yeah. Where one person sits normally and the other person straddles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, yeah. I <laughs> move the panties to the side and we pull out his nice. dick and it nice. actually, you get, it's like you're riding him and then he fucks you too. So you get the missionary oh. and the girl on top too. Think about how a swing moves. Yes. So I highly recommend that. Oh, that's very intriguing. Yes. I've always wanted to try. I just haven't done it. I kind of forget about it. I know. That's that's what I love about the stories that come in. I'm like, oh yeah, I didn't think yeah. of that. You know, like <laughs> another one I would love to do that I haven't done yet is a hotel window. Like, oh yes. That's always so fucking hot. You see that in, you know, erotica stories or movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you've got so many things you could do with that. That and I've toyed with uh, calling room service. Mm, uh-huh. <laughs> uh-huh. And I've had somebody write in about that where they told him to come in and he's falls deep inside her or wow. she's right or she's riding his face. Yes. Uh-huh. Do you remember what happened in the story? Like, what did the person do? Were they pissed or were they like, oh, fuck yeah. One of them, the lady backed out and apologized. The other one, they asked him to join and he did. Oh, my gosh. That's a fucking mm. hot secret, huh? I know, right? Could you? I don't think he joined in. I think he just jacked off, you know, right. masturbated well, yeah, in front of. But still, that's joining in. That's still joining in on yeah. some level. Yeah, oh, I would. Yeah, absolutely. 
I would love now. Would you rather be watched or watch? I would like to be watched, I think. I mean, I do like to watch, but I think that it's a little bit hotter for me to be be watched. Yeah. So I was on vacation two years ago this August or October at a resort in Cancun and was mm. I got invited to this couple's wedding of consummating their marriage. Okay. And they invited a couple of us and they just wanted to be watched. We weren't allowed to wow. stimulate or anything. We could yeah. touch and fondle, but they didn't want sex. They didn't want to, they didn't okay. want an orgy. They wanted to be all about them. Wow. And one couple only made it like five minutes. And then <laughs> you could tell the husband's like, we got to go now. <laughs> we got to get out of here. <laughs> we got to get out of here. I I need you to suck my dick and we can't do it here is what he said. <laughs> so right, they, right. they left and I was standing next to two men and they were touching my skin and running their fingers through my hair. And wow, yeah, I didn't do anything with them that night, but oh my, I went to my room and I'm never a big proponent of packing your, you know, prized vibrators, but I did bring oh, right. I always say that's the reason for the free gift that the toy company sends you. Those <laughs> yeah. are the ones you pack, you know, because right. Right. I would be lordly pissed if, you know, you lost your womanizer. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I was, I was brave though, and took it on the trip on my cruise and my Lalo. And I, I had a bit of anxiety on that one. So I'll never do that again. <laughs> did you put it in your carry on then? No, no, I didn't put my carry on, put in my checked. And I just, okay. I crossed my fingers and did, you know, did a couple of yeah. and said, I'm sorry, it's over sex toys, but here you go, please, please. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm praying over sex toys, but you'll understand, Mary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, no, that's bad. Yeah. Man, that's so true though. What if you like someone like swiped it or, you know, got wrecked somehow or lost? I Magic. read a story once, not on my show, but I read a story where, a woman had packed sex toys. And when she got, you know, the place and where she, cause she checked her bag and they were gone. I'm like, Oh, oh TSA is stealing used <laughs> sex toys. I don't, I know we sterilize and clean them and stuff, but why? Right. right. Uh-uh. They probably wanted it, but they wanted to sell them or something, but who, who was going to buy used sex toys? I'm not, well, I'm I, not. You mean to tell me if you didn't have a listener and said, I'd offer you a thousand dollars for you sex toy. Well, that's true. That's true. I know. I was going to say the same thing and then went, you now ruin. You and oh, I would a, have. A, that's I mean, an if interesting. If they're buying used panties. That's a damn good point. Anybody want to buy my sex toy? I've got wow, a few. There's an idea. I never even thought of that. How many do you have? How many do you have? Oh, probably about 40. Oh, you have more than me. Oh, <laughs> I, I have, have plans to buy more though. <laughs> I know I want more. Now, I have a friend you, who's, oh, go ahead. Do you, do you have a special box that you put them in or are they in little bags or they're all over the place? <laughs> there <laughs> is have this, them there's this thing places. on Instagram that I fell in love with, but it's tiny. So I, I told it to my friend who has littles and mm. She was like, I can't. She's like, I have to hide how I charge my stuff. Yeah. So there's this box and they're not my, I should go after them, but they're not my sponsor. Maybe you should go after them too. But it's one of those that only unlocks with your phone, but it allows you to charge your private. Seriously? That's Uh a thing? Yeah. Wow. I'll send it to you. I'm not friendly with them or anything, but I haven't talked to them, but I'm like, that needs to be on my show. And that needs to be on your show. I've never heard of that. That's Mm -hmm. fantastic. I know. It's not going to hold 40. It may hold two. <laughs> I have to take 40. turns. I have to take turns in the box. <laughs> it's, it's your turn in the box. Here you it's go. Box. <laughs> Get in the box. 
yeah, damn, that's funny. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's great. I know. And I I have another one I want to buy. My friend is a sex toy inventor. And so she just created, she just invented a new one. So I got to get her a new one. Yeah. She makes different, the different, different types of sex toys that are, they aren't as, they're not like the normal sex toys on the market. So it's kind of fun. Well, you'll have to send me that too, because you have me intrigued. Definitely. Yes. <laughs> well, one I call a pussy saddle because you sit on it and grind. So it's a pussy saddle. Interesting. But you put it on a chair and it's flat on the bottom and you, you ride it and rock on it and it vibrates. It's a pussy saddle. Oh, that's what I like to call it. It's the pussy saddle. And her new one is really interesting. It's kind of like that too, but it can split into two pieces. So it can be something you can ride on and then you can take the upper part off and it's kind of like a, a bent rod where it's like a dildo. So it's like a two in one. I'm just really intrigued to try it. It's pretty new on the market. So I yeah, I'll that. send them to you. Yeah. You, now you got a list to send me. <laughs> <laughs> one is called the Ruby Glow. And I think the other one is the Ruby Blush. She's out of UK. Uh, I'm not sure if that's right. I think it's the, Ru- the Ruby Glow is for sure the name. And the other one is like, it's the Ruby Blush, maybe something blush. But anyway. So many sex toys, so little time. (laughs) I, yeah, I love sex toys. I love the ones, even the ones that remotely connect. Mm -hmm. I think that's something that has helped one long distance relationships. And, oh yeah. And two, I don't know if you noticed that some, there was a brand that during COVID, I think they all, all the ones that could remotely connect, there were people going, this is my username just so they could feel a connection with their sex okay. toy. Yeah. Sure. Sure. I was like, that's a thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's a thing. Yeah. Have you ever used a remote sex toy with somebody? No, no. Oh, <laughs> my lover. It's and such I an it. amazing invention. It is. You know, I don't think I could do it with somebody not talking to me. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. But it's, you know, the, you know, to have it like sitting in it or, you know, and again, the only thing I have problems with the silicone toys I get to it. So if it goes inside me, it's going to fall out. Oh, so, right. So yeah, I can't do one fantasy I'd love to do is to be able to wear a sex toy out. Mm-hmm. I know as soon as I get really wet, it's just going to fall out. And that's all yeah. I need is me walking down the street. And <laughs> that's not mine (laughs) exactly i mean yeah you don't want that you don't want it falling out of your pussy no 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 (laughs) bill what are you doing (laughs) i'll have to clean you off and put you in the corner again back in the charging box you go (laughs) you stay in this box till i'm ready for you (laughs) that's right ah damn that's so funny you know I, okay, so do you like the toys better that are more external, or do you like it when they like hit your clit and your G spot at once? What's your more your your favorite? I am not a fan of dildos. I'm not. Okay, uh, and I so I prefer the external of my clit and you mm-hmm. know just massaged on the outside. I don't. They're okay. Like my thing is, I got the Lalo Ignimgma because I carry my stress in my pelvic area. Some people carry the stress oh. in neck. Mine's in my pelvic area. Okay, so- I would get just horrendous cramps. And mm. I remember I went to my gynecologist because I was like, there's something wrong. And she goes, no, <laughs> she goes, I'm, but I'm going to send you to a physical pelvic therapy. 
Okay. And she goes, and she's going to push. And she went and she showed me with her hand. She goes, she's going to, if you think of how your vagina is and she goes, mm-hmm. she's going to push on your walls like this. And I looked at her and went, you're sending me to masturbation class. <laughs> and she died laughing. She goes, Oh my God. So sure enough, I go there and it's not masturbation class, but I mean, but she, but <laughs> she, she told me about the enigma, you know, Lalo enigma, which it's, it is one that goes internal. So I do have one that's internal. What I like about it is, and it, they're not a sponsor, is okay. the the internal, it flexes. So unlike most dildos or most mm. big toys that are hard, you know, inserted, they're hard. Right. This one's, it's stiff. I would say it would be like a three-quarter stiffy. Okay. Yeah. So it, yeah. it holds its shape, but it's still flex and it flexes. So I use it to push on my pelvic walls because gotcha. I, I can become way too tight. And, Mm. but what's good about it is it does have like the womanizer part. So it does have a suck part, but for me, my arms are too short, so I can never line the both up at the same time. Mm. So it's either one or the other for me. Sure. Sure. So, so if I want to be stretched, I go with the Lalo and it does feel good. Now, don't get me wrong. It really does. There are some pros, but I think that's anything. You're not going to find the perfect anything, but, but I do use it somebody's looking for something like that. I, I always tell them, you know, if they're like me that doesn't like a dildo and doesn't get it. Cause I don't, I don't, I don't get a dildo. I don't, I'd rather have right. the real thing. Sure. Sorry. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And that, that brings up a good point too. One of the things I talked about with the mystery vibe dude was that some of their toys are actually used for stimulating blood flow in the genitals to help improve sex and help improve those organs. And, you know, just, so I thought that was really interesting that they'll even use it for those toys for therapy. For like yeah, that. because mm-hmm. if you don't, if you think about it, your pelvic floor controls more than just your orgasms yes. and, and menstruation yes. and whatever mm-hmm. it brings men. <laughs> but it also, it's also for other, other things that keep it going, you know, keep your body flushed and stuff and, you know, yeah. to use the restroom and things like that. And you don't think of it that way, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. And, that's true. but that's what I love about it, you know, and plus I have regular stretches that I do, but still I have to be stretched inside. And that's one thing I use And but they actually have a one and she explained it to like this. She goes, when she goes, there are women that don't masturbate, but their husband refuses to let, and, and that's very sad in this day of age. It's very but, sad. But she says, when women come in with your problem and then they won't masturbate or be open to it, it's funny. They, it's this other wand and it's the same kind of thing, except it's a hard okay. thing and it pushes against your pelvic walls to stretch them. Yes. And I thought I'd rather have the other. So, but yeah. according to her, you should be not necessarily to completion, be masturbating mm. at least three times a week. Yeah. Oh, for sure. You know, people should be. And I think it's sad that they're not. I mean, I'm like fucking every day, man. I mean, come on. (laughs) Exactly. You know, I'm, I'm masturbating sometimes not to completion, but just the, the feelings and the chemicals that it releases just to relax. Yes. That's so true. I've always said if we would masturbate, at least, could you imagine if the world masturbated three times a week? Oh yeah. That'd be so much happier. I know. Cause one of the things I do do when I have, you know, my anxiety or I get stressed, I do go masturbate. Yes. It's a stress reliever. Absolutely. It's why I feel so bad when people shame others or shame their partner for masturbating. Yeah. It's just awful. It is very awful. I mean, it's a huge stress relief. It's, ah, why but do let, me watch. let me watch. <laughs> exactly. Can I watch? 
you yeah. know, if in a, you know, well, I work from home, but if I worked outside the house and you went in your home for the day and I'm not there and you need to masturbate, you know, record it for me. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. How yeah. fun is that? That's I know. I'd be like, sexy. I'm getting off work early. You hold that come right there. <laughs> I have to leave now and <laughs> I have to leave now. My lover's dick's too hard and I need to finish it. I'll be back. Maybe exactly. not. I mean, I might not be back. Way. I'll have a really sore throat by the time, so I'm not going to be able to talk. It's, it's going to have to be tomorrow. Sorry. I'll be back tomorrow. Promise. Might be late then, too. <laughs> exactly. So tell me about the womanizer. So apparently it has a clit sucker on it. I don't really yeah, know it's, it. it's just a clit sucker. Oh, it and, is. Okay. Yeah, that's all it is. And I seem to like those toys. It seems like oh, when you yeah. add too many things. I, I go to the analogy of this, and this is maybe a bad analogy, of when we're faced with too many choices, I don't know if you've heard this analogy, when you have two different fruit stands and you have a fruit stand that sells like six things, mm-hmm. but you have a fruit stand that only sells two things and you all, and the person that sells six things always wonders why the person with two things sells sometimes more it's because uh, yeah. your brain's not, because it's like any store. If you can't choose, you're like, ah, never mind. You just get flustered and you leave. Yeah. 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 So just mm-hmm. give me point A to point B with my toys and I'm good. It's like I always tell women and men, you should always have one wired, like plug-in wall toy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mine's a wand. And I just, yeah, the Tachi <laughs> wand. It's, that's the only one that I keep that's still plugged. Otherwise okay. they're, because I forget I'm horrible. It's like a phone. I charge my phone better than my toys and I am horrible. I don't know about you. There's nothing worse. And it seems like when it dies, you're right there. And so I know, right? I know. It seems like you will find out the real personality of a person when they cannot, <laughs> when their sex toy is not charged. And it, and you're just like, and then you plug it in like two minutes because you just still need to come. Yes. You know, would you rather have a ruined orgasm or none? Oh, I guess I'd rather have ruined because you're still getting some of those hormones circulating in your body. No, I'm pissed off. I, I you- yeah, no. <laughs> I, well, I'll rather- go find another toy if it's dead and I want to finish. I'll go find another damn toy. What I mean, ruined one is, is sometimes you edge and you edge too fat, far uh-huh. and you try to pull back and then your body has already started the orgasm. So it's not as oh, good yeah. as if you would have kept going. That's the ruined orgasm I'm talking about. Oh, yes. I know that. That's that's sucky. See, I'd rather have none. Yeah, I'm that's then- a good point. Yeah. yeah. I would I rather have none. At least if I'm... At least if I don't have one and I've tried, I can back off and then come back like maybe 30 minutes to an hour later. Absolutely. That's a very good point. Yeah. Because it's harder. It's going to be, it's going to be harder to get that back if you don't have that time in between. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm. Absolutely. Oh, this has been an awesome talk. I'm having fun talking to you. We have to do this again. I like, I let's go have coffee. I know. I like, I totally want to. I totally want to talk again. Absolutely. I just, you and I just, I don't know, we click. I know, right? <laughs> I'm having a damn blast. I know. <laughs> My ass is getting getting numb. Why? I'm so dumb. What do you sit on when you podcast? Because I still have a stupid, I I have a sound room, right? So I have everything like cool and all this. And I have a damn folding chair. Like what the fuck is wrong with me? And then my ass starts to go numb. Like why am I sitting in a folding chair? I need like a good chair. Yeah. I I have an office chair. I waited till the furniture, you know, not the furniture. Sometimes you can find them in furniture stores, but I Uh waited until uh, Staples had a back to school sale. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
And you might be able to, that's, that's the best time to really to hit them is back to school. Back to school. Okay. So to wait till the fall. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, why, why? And then sometimes it'll like make a creak when I'm like trying to do an audio book. We have to like be, you have to be very, very careful. All these weird sounds get in there. You have to cut them out. You know, I know. I'm like, Damn it. I was so scared because <laughs> yesterday my neighbor didn't cut his grass. I swear he has a fetish for doing something loud outside. So I've had to, <laughs> I've had to move my recordings to most evenings now. And oh, then, then yeah. I have a neighbor that's a ham radio operator that it comes oh. through my mic and I'm like, so now I have a wine cabinet in my office. <laughs> I kid you not, behind me is a cabinet. One side's my candles to make it smell, my office smell nice. The other side's my whiskey and wine. Love it. That sounds like a fabulous cabinet. I need a cabinet like that. <laughs> I was buying my big chair from my, my living room and I was like, do you have a wine cabinet? And they're like, yeah. And, uh, and so I've got one that looks like it's just a cabinet. It looks like it has a barn swing, a sliding door. And oh, like, okay. That works. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So it's a fun cupboard. You may want to try for your chair also, even if it's just to, to get by until you can find something else, you know, the marketplace. Mm, yeah. You know, there's a lot of people looking to get rid of stuff. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it doesn't have to be new. I know I just haven't like made that effort. And it's it's so dumb. I've got this nice sound room all lined with foam and all this stuff. I got a nice desk and I got a stupid folding chair. I would try the marketplace and and keep an eye on on Craigslist too. Cause think of all, Mm -hmm. unfortunately think of the small businesses that are having the clothes. Yeah. And they maybe you might be able to get a used office chair from them. Right. I should because I'm more comfortable. And then I just, yeah, sometimes I get like a weird creak sound because I move and then I'm like, damn, that was my chair because I moved. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing about audiobooks. They're harder to do because they're so, you have to have it so pristine. It's like on a podcast, it's not quite as picky, you know, and then, you know, for Audible, you have to, you have to pass the ACX standards for them to yeah. even accept the book. Yeah. I, I know when I record my show, that's why it's summer. I switch to a night because I even turn off my air conditioning. Well, I turn off my air or heat when I like, even right now it's off. Yep. So, I don't know. Mine just kicked on. I don't know if you could hear it. I didn't hear yeah. it, but yeah, it's funny how it, you can, you can hear it. You, you don't hear it at first. And I didn't hear mine until I heard an interview. Well, he was the guy that told me about my recommend the mic I'm using. And okay. he said, that's when he said it. And I went, Oh my. And then the next time I recorded, I went, Oh my God, you totally can hear it. Yes. I, I also use a phonic to filter my stuff too. So that helps. Oh, okay. I have it. What's a phonic? Ophonic is a website and you can, oh, yeah. Okay. And it actually does all, it stabilizes your voice, makes it, uh, you know, one tone. So it helps okay. as you, as you know, you know, when we record, you're not going to have the same, especially if you walk away and come yep. back. Yeah. Cause like, you know, I drink tons of water. So sometimes in the middle of the story, I'm like, I gotta compete now. So you just, <laughs> you stop recording and you go and yeah. Even if you move, it changes how it records. So oh, if yes. you're not sitting in the exact same spot, yes, it's going to record is, differently. So this, it, yeah, it helps with that, and it helps. You can also help filter out background noise. That's nice. Yeah, I have a software that helps do that too. It says it like processes it, but yeah, you're right. If you if you leave or you know you try to, it's totally different. And that I run into issues with that too. Like if I need to re-record a sentence. Or an audiobook, sometimes it's just way louder and it's just you have to mess with it. And sometimes you even have to re-record it because you can't have like all of a sudden one sentence be so much louder than the rest of the stuff, you know? That's just weird. That's when the, you know, you don't realize when it was 
really hard for me to get used to hearing my voice back. I was like, that's what I sound like. Okay. I know. Right. (laughs) You know, and it's just my normal voice. So Mm -hmm. it it is what it is. But, you know, I noticed as I was reading some things like when the word I would come up, I would sound so much louder Mm -hmm. than other words. Uh And yeah. I've learned a lot too, about how I speak to just doing that, also doing the audio books when I'm trying to act out the parts and do different voices. And it's true. Sometimes when I start out with a sentence where I'm saying I, the I is like way loud compared to the rest of the sentence. I wonder if that's because, you know, in mentally, when we say the word I, mm-hmm. not our eyeball, obviously, we're, we're, <laughs> right. we feel like we're making a statement about ourselves. So it's like, yes. I, it's emphatic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think it's just intuitive. That's just what we do. It's just natural. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. What kind of microphone do you have? I have the Blue Yeti. Okay. Yeah. I have Audio Technica, I think it's called. But lately, I feel like it's like making weird sounds. And I'm like, is it the microphone wearing out or what is going on? Yeah. I got it on sale. And okay. it's it. everyone recommends it for people starting out. Mm-hmm. I've been I've been asked if people swear like oh gosh I thought you used a really expensive one I'm like nope and until but it's funny the you know I have somebody that listens that if there's a sound off he has pointed it out so I know he's <laughs> oh, good <laughs> he's an audiophile which is very I remember years and years ago and I always remember this story this there was a guy that called and he said I'm looking for a lady that has that will talk to me about my headphone fetish and oh. I went. Okay. okay and he, yep. said, he goes, I know all the brands. I know what they use. I know the wires. <laughs> and, he, and he goes, so please don't just give me somebody. Hmm. And I said, well, I, I said, we do have a resident Dom that she's knows quite a bit of fetishes. I said, let me ask her for you. Sure. And she's a complete cunt. Sorry, but she was, <laughs> and um, she didn't know, and, you know, and he was very polite but mm-hmm. apparently I didn't even know that's a thing. I've never heard of that one. It nope. is an extreme niche though. Oh, it's gotta be. Absolutely. Yeah. That was his thing. And I'm like, kudos to you. And he's like, you have a very lovely voice. And I'm like, I know nothing about it. I know if they work or not. <laughs> wow. That is the first time I've heard that fetish. Yeah. Interesting. That's true. There's a fetish for everything out there. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> wow. Interesting. So he wanted to be talked to about microphones. My headphones. Headphones. Sorry, headphones. Yeah. No, no, you're good. Yeah. <laughs> but he said he would know the little, and he broke it down how even to me. And then he ended up buying minutes with me and he would, he just talked to me about headphones. <laughs> wow. I, I learned, I could tell you anything I learned anymore, but that day <laughs> I learned more than I wanted to know about headphones. And oh, we need him to tell us when we're going to buy a new one. Tell us I, I mean, he went, he was even telling me like ones that were like $50,000 and I'm like, Oh my God, I can think of a lot of things like paying off a car or two with $50,000 and buying a set okay. of headphones. Those things better like, yeah, fly me to the moon or something. That's excessive. <laughs> I would not spend that much money on one, no matter how much money I had. No, none. Yeah. Nope. Not my thing. So where's the craziest place you've ever been sexually? Like, have you been to like a meet and greet or a pool party or anything like that? No, but I would love to do those things. I, I have not been to very many of those kinds of things. I It's on my bucket list for sure. But no, I haven't. Have you done such a thing? 
last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was going to say you should come to crazy winter night your summer nights actually. Um, yeah. it's a, but that I remember I, cause I'm part of full swap radio okay. and I have a show on Tuesdays in three and 10 oh, on nice. there. And uh, I remember I was up for the award last year and they were supposed to have it at a Miami hotel. And it oh. was all these lifestyle people and porn people. And uh-huh. I, I called the radio, the guy that owns the station. I said, look, so I'm not calling your, your party small, but it's not Miami <laughs> big. I said, yeah. I said, I have all the knowledge in the world on things, but I've never been to an event. I've never yeah. been to a lifestyle event or right. anything in the industry. So I have, mm-hmm. can I come to your place? Can I, you know, can I come to this thing just to get my feet wet? I said, I, I don't have yeah. to tell anybody about my show or anything else. It can be all about you. I just want to get my grounding. Yeah. And he's like, absolutely. And he, nice. he you know, I, I went up there and I tell you what it's, it is for people that it's basically my listeners or, or even your listeners that are sex explorative that yeah. are looking to be around the safe, like-minded people. Absolutely. Nice. I've heard that. Yes. I've heard other people say that have done such things or gone to like the, the nudist campgrounds or yeah. I never thought I would feel more free and and I'm not in the mm-hmm. lifestyle, you know, but everybody asks me and I always say I'm sex explorative and they're like, well, what's that? I'm like, well, you're sex explorative. I just don't put a label to it. Yeah. You, you know? Sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was, I mean, yeah. Could you see people having sex off in the open and out? Cause it's a campground. Absolutely. Uh-huh. I mean, people are having sex inside the tent, a tent mm-hmm. in a normal campground. So what's the difference? Right. Exactly. And, but these people were sitting around talking about work, talking about normal things, but yet we were embracing knowing the fact that we're sex explorative. And I've nice. been to, uh, you know, a few other things and I've met some great people and you should do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. I would like to, I, I hear about those kind of things. I just never have gone to them. And I, I interviewed a couple that they've done that and they've gone to the campgrounds and just how they've said the same thing. It's very freeing and very just quite, it's an amazing experience. I don't know if you're willing to drive to Northern Missouri. It's like in the Missouri, Iowa border, but oh, okay. so you can meet me and I'll introduce you to Cole. Yeah. And, well, that sounds yeah. awesome. <laughs> okay. Here you go. There's i I'll have to send you the picture. Cause the last meet and greet I want this went to this baker made this cake and it was a, it was a picture of a vagina. And literally uh, she made a vagina. Wow. So apparently on his birthday cake is the same pussy. You know, it shows the clit and everything else in the lips. Uh-huh. Yes. It's going to squirt. Oh my gosh. He's running tubing <laughs> of this cake to make it squirt icing. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Uh-huh. Yeah. I've so. seen, I've seen like a whole tray of cupcakes where they're like all clits, all different vulvas and all different clits. And they're like all the cupcakes all together. Have you seen a picture of that? Uh-huh. Seen, I think I saw it on Twitter or something. <laughs> it's like, that's awesome. Now see for someone's birthday. Years ago, I made dick cookies. They had, I got oh, the dick yeah. cut out and I had uh-huh. dick cake. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I even put the cum, had cum on the, yeah. Nice. Mm, yeah. Very nice. I gave so- it blue balls and everything. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> the black licorice for hair. Yeah. I love it. Oh, that's so fun. Oh, it's just really fun. <laughs> I wonder what it's going to squirt on the squirting cake. Like, so it has to be something that can like go through a tube, I would imagine. I, from what I understood, she, I think she was going to do, um, she was playing with it and she was going to do a little bit of water, maybe powdered sugar. So okay. It, sure, yeah, because a little bit opaque. It'll be opaque and actually liquid, not, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So not I, like, yeah. I cannot wait to see this cake. And if you don't go, I'll send you lots of pictures, but 
absolutely. Yeah. I want you there. I actually want you there. <laughs> oh, it sounds amazing. <laughs> I love exploring new things too. It's amazing. And so one of the things I love about doing this podcast, like, you know, when I first started, I was just doing writing erotica and people kept saying, you should start a podcast. You should start a podcast. I'm like, oh, I can't add that in. Are you kidding? Well, then here I am a little over a year later and I've got like well over a hundred episodes and there we go. I just keep going. I know. <laughs> I'm just I'm, learning so much too. I podcasting was not on my radar. I had oh, no, reg- either. I had a regular that was is syndicated. Mm. And he was like, You have so many stories and you tell such a great story. He said, Yeah, you really should do one. And I said, I'm not just gonna throw a mic down and start talking. I said, I just <laughs> I really had to think of how am I gonna do this, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's how it developed into and to this matter of fact, he's trying to figure out a way because his is a vanilla show. So he's trying to find oh. a way to have me on his. And mm, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. And I'm like, well, don't do it if it's going to, you know, ruin you by any yeah. means because this, this could, you know, and, yep, uh, but, yep. but he wants to be on my smutty flicks, dear Nikki. So okay. I'm excited about that because there's a lot of people who are like, well, who is it? I'm like, you know, he's not going to show his face. So <laughs> it's going to be one of those videos where it's going to be shoulders down. <laughs> yeah. 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 But uh, interesting. I'm wondering how much, because he has such uh he's from South Carolina. So ah, he's got yeah. The accent. <laughs> yeah. Mine only comes out because I'm from Oklahoma. So mine, oh, okay. mine only comes out when I say Oklahoma or Oklahoma. if I'm drinking or really sleepy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then it just comes out. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can totally understand that. I don't know. It's been an adventure. That's all I got to say. I just, I, I, I didn't even know that people liked my voice. I was like, I was putting some things on Twitter and everybody kept commenting on my voice, how they liked it. And I'm like, yeah. you do like I, and I still am kind of shocked that people say that to me. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now I've exploded into doing all these audiobooks too. So, you know, and I've been, ah, sometimes I have just so much fun acting out these characters. I mean, it's just, I like, I really like to be the nasty characters too. Like I just have so much fun doing it when I do it. It's just, I know. I'm so nice. I actually don't mind being the mean person every now and then. I know, exactly. I, I, am, can, I have fun. <laughs> I know. It's like, oh, my alter ego. But no, I'm, I'm an extremely nice person. Now I can be a real bitch. I know I can, but it's, yeah. I'm 99% of the time just as I am. How you hear me here is how I, I am in person. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I've had people say that about me too. Like I'm one of the nicest people I've ever met, but yes, yeah. <laughs> I can be a bitch too. You piss me off. I'm going to oh, be a bitch. God, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It might take me a while, but once I'm pissed, yeah. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for having me. Yes. We probably should end. I know we've gone to what, two hours now. That was fucking awesome. That was fucking awesome. We kicked ass. We talked for two hours. We did. So that's fucking awesome. Well, thank you so much. Well, I'm glad you said yes, because I had a blast talking. I did too. I absolutely had a blast. Thank you. We'll have to get together. Damn fun. (laughs) Absolutely. I love your I love your viewpoints and all your your everything you're doing. It's just awesome. Thanks. Thanks. You have an amazing day. You too. Nice meeting you, Ruin. Nice to meet you too. Okay. Bye-bye. And I want to thank you again for listening to this podcast episode. If you would like to connect more with me, I will put my link down in the podcast notes for the link tree that has links to where I have my erotic audiobooks on Amazon <laughs> and erotic books are also on Amazon. 
You can also go to my website, ruinwillowauthor.com, and of course, on social media. I want to thank you again. Please subscribe to my podcast and give me a review of rating. It really helps me out if you do that. I really appreciate the honest reviews from people. It really helps me grow as an artist, as a content creator. Thank you so much again, and I hope you have an amazing fucking day. Love ya. Ready for some spring cleaning of your beard and groin hairs? Try out Manscaped products where you can get 20% off with my new code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to get 20% off and free shipping. In order to get the discount, use the promo code RUIN, R-U-A-N, to do that spring cleaning to get yourself ready for sexy times. Heat up your spring with a new shave, a new trim. Perhaps try going there. Get more skin smacks in the bedroom, if you know what I mean.